Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris, and we are coming to you from makeshift studios in the shadow of South Central Virginia. You can follow the show on Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod, email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. And folks, I'm back. I took Friday off from my work. I just needed a day. As people have said that Ernie Ladd used to say, you need to take time and just wring your brain out. Just take time off. So that's what I did. Went and got a haircut. I walked around a bookstore for about an hour. Just had a great time. Then went to see my family. Handed out a bunch of Halloween candy at a trunk or treat that my mom's church was having. And then came back and worked yesterday. It was Halloween as I record this. is Tuesday, November the 1st. And then it was rainy. So my wife and I just stayed in. Made some dinner. Put on the episode of Murder, She Wrote where... She investigates a murder at the Psycho House and then watches the ghost of Mr. Chicken. All in all, a fantastic Halloween and a great weekend. Today, Project 45 blasts back to 1981 as we look at an episode of Mid-South Wrestling from December the 12th, 1981. We start out with our intro. Boyd Pierce welcomes us to Mid-South Wrestling and he, and he is with Ernie Ladd to call the action. Pierce says what we're going to see on the show and then gives details of the Dream Card Contest. We start out with The Monk versus Brian Blair. Blair's first name is spelled with a Y here. The bell rings and they circle each other. They lock up and Monk with a go behind and a takedown. Blair with a sit out to get out of the move. Another lock up and Blair with a roll up, but Monk's feet were in the ropes. They break, circle each other, and lock up. Monk gets a side headlock on. Blair counters with a leg sweep to get Monk down and gets a front face lock on Monk. Monk twists out and gets back to his feet. Another lock up and Monk goes back to the side headlock into a takeover, but Blair counters with a leg scissors. He pivots to a pinning position, but only gets a two count. Monk pulls Blair's hair to get him down and puts an arm bar on. Blair fights a wrist lock attempt. He hits Monk with several forearms to knock him down. Blair follows that up with a scoop slam and a leg drop. He only gets a one count. Blair with an Irish whip and a drop kick. He gets a two count. Blair with another Irish whip and a drop kick. He gets a one count. So Blair with another Irish whip and an abdominal stretch. He keeps going back to that Irish whip, doesn't he? Well, I guess he figures that he can do it. He brings Monk straight back and pins him. He's tired of all the Irish whips and just wants to get out of here. King Cobra versus Tom Ernesto Jr. The bell rings. They circle each other and lock up. Renesto pushes off. Another lock up and Cobra with a side headlock. Renesto pushes off again and they run the ropes a bit. Cobra with a drop down and then a back flip to Renesto. Cobra follows that up with an arm drag and into an arm bar. Renesto won't give up and gets back to his feet. Cobra keeps the arm bar on and Renesto pushes off. Cobra comes back with a pair of shoulder blocks that knock Renesto to the ground. Renesto gets back up while Cobra is running the ropes. So Cobra stops and drop kicks Renesto. Another drop kick and an arm drag right back into the arm bar. Cobra then drives his knee into Renesto's arm before applying pressure to Renesto. Renesto gets back to his feet 
so Cobra hits him with another takeover to drive him back down to the map. Renesto trying not to give up or be pinned in the move by Cobra. Renesto gets back to his feet and slams Cobra down. Renesto runs the ropes and Cobra catches him and scoop slams him. Cobra goes for a drop kick, but Renesto backs to a corner to avoid getting hit. Renesto following it up with punches to Cobra. Renesto with an Irish whip, but drops his head too early and Cobra kicks him in the face. Cobra with a shot to Renesto and Irish whips him and hits him with a backdrop. He gets a two count. He then hits Renesto with a headbutt and pins Renesto. We go right into our next match. Jimmy Garvin versus Egg Wischkowski. Here though, it says Jim Garvin versus Ed Wischkowski. So not yet Jimmy, Jim Garvin here. Wischkowski is the Polish prince here and will go on to be the future Colonel De Beers. Garvin will of course go on to be gorgeous and a free bird when no one cared about that group. The bell rings and they lock up. Wischkowski pushes off. They circle each other again and another lockup. Wiskowski pushes off again. Another lockup and Wiskowski with a side headlock. Garvin with a forearm to the back to try to get out of the move and Wiskowski cranks on the move harder. Garvin powering out of the move. Wiskowski powers right back into the move and drives Garvin down to his knees. Garvin goes back to throwing forearms to the back to get out of the move. Garvin then goes back to working on the arm to try to power out of the move again. Wyskowski with a foot to the back of Garvin's knee to drive him down. But Garvin does not let go of the arm and it turns into a hammerlock on Wyskowski on the ground. Wyskowski makes it back to his feet while still in the move. Wyskowski with a back elbow to break the hold and a shoulder block to get Garvin down. Wyskowski running the ropes, but Garvin catches him with a drop toe hold and gets the hammerlock back on. Wyskowski trying to get a back elbow to Garvin to break the hold. Wyskowski back to his feet, but Garvin keeps the hold on. Wyskowski picks Garvin up and puts him in the tree of woe. He kicks Garvin several times before the referee gets Wyskowski away and gets Garvin down. Wyskowski goes back to kicking Garvin until Garvin is on the mat. Garvin tries to get away, but Wyskowski hits him with several forearms to the back. Garvin gets to a corner turnbuckle, but Wyskowski keeps hitting him with forearms. Wyskowski drives Garvin face first into the turnbuckle and hits him with another forearm. He beats Garvin down to his knees before the referee gets him away. When Wyskowski comes back over, Garvin hits him with right hands to the stomach. Garvin reverses a corner whip and hits Wyskowski with a flying forearm. He gets a two count. Garvin jumps on Wyskowski's back and puts a sleeper on. And Wyskowski immediately goes to the ropes and spills Garvin to the outside. Wyskowski grabs Garvin as he gets up on the apron and body slams him back in the ring. But Garvin holds on and rolls through and gets a two count. Garvin up and runs the ropes. Wyskowski hits him with a high knee and hot shots Garvin on the top rope. Wyskowski drops Garvin down stomach first in sort of an inverted backbreaker move and pins Garvin. The 1980s would go on to be much kinder to both wrestlers. Boyd Pierce shows highlights of what happened in the match between Junkyard Dog and Terry Orndorff. Paul Orndorff comes in and gives Terry something to put in his mask. JYD headbutts Terry and they both go down. And when JYD falls, he falls into the referee and takes him out. Bob Orton Jr. comes down and puts the mask on and gets in and tries to pile drive JYD. JYD throws him out and over the top rope and gets disqualified. We go to Jerry Novak and Aaron Holt versus Junkyard Dog and Mike George. My favorite Junkyard Dog story is around his time in Mid-South Wrestling. And they say that what JYD would do is you'd have some people 
who were in authority with the athletic commissions and different things. And some of those people were not nice people. In fact, some of them belonged to the KKK. And they would say to the athletic commission, we don't want JYD to come to our building. I'm sure they didn't use those terms, but you get my drift. So what JYD would do, he would find out these people's names. So say it was John Doe. He would then go on television and say to Boyd or Reezer Bowden, Jim Ross or Bill Watts, I'm sorry, I was almost late today. I was at John Doe's house and we were eating fried chicken together or he invited me over to a steak supper and all of that and would give these details. So what are you going to do? Are you going to say, no, he's lying? Well, then people wouldn't believe you because he's given all these details about being over at your house. Just brilliant. Oh, man, I love me some JYD. They dumb over another one bites the dust when JYD and Mike George come out. Novak and George start. They lock up. Novak with the hammer lock. George comes back with the go behind and Novak immediately gets to the ropes. They break back to the center and they lock up again. Back and forth in the middle of the ring. All four men in the ring now. The faces run the heels into each other. Novak knocked out of the ring. JYD and George with a double Irish whip and shoulder block to hold. JYD then hits the big thump power slam on Holt to pin him. The Iron Sheik with Skandor Akbar versus Buddy Ryan. This show is about 45-50 minutes without commercials on the WWE Network on Peacock. But it's quick. It's fast paced. You, you get a lot of matches in. They misspell Sheik's name on the graphic, and this is not the former defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears that he is facing. I just need to say that right off the top. The bell rings. They circle each other, and when they go to lock up, Sheik kicks Ryan in the stomach. He then hits a forearm to Ryan's back. More shot to Ryan's back and stomach, and he goes down. Sheik hits a high knee to Ryan's face. Sheik hits a suplex. He then drops an elbow on Ryan. Sheik with a double underhook suplex. He goes to cover Ryan. But Akbar says not yet, so Sheik gets up and kicks Ryan some more. Sheik picks Ryan up only to knock him back down with a right hand punch. He then does it again. Sheik then hits a nice belly to belly suplex. He goes to pin Ryan and again Akbar says not yet. Sheik with a belly to back suplex and finally pins Ryan. Mixed tag team bout. Diamond Lil and Rick Ferrara versus Barbie Doll and Tony Charles. Lil and Doll start. The bell rings. They circle each other. Lock up and drive to a corner. Lil with a slap to Doll before backing off. Another lockup and again they drive to the ropes and Lil with another slap. This time Doll pushes Lil back and knocks her down. Lil complains to the referee. They circle each other again. Doll with a single leg pickup to knock Lil to the mat. Doll follows that up with a step over toe hold. Lil knocks Doll to the mat to get out of the hold. Doll goes back to the single leg and the toe hold. Lil kicks Doll off and Doll falls to the outside. Doll gets back on the apron and Lil grabs her and throws her in. Lil then slingshots Doll across the ring. Lil comes over and gets another slingshot on Doll. Doll with a shot to Lil when she comes over and Charles tagged in. Ferrara also in and they face off. They lock up and Charles pushes off. They circle each other again. Another lock up and Ferrara with an arm drag into an arm bar. Charles up and trying to power out of the move. He powers up off his feet and takes Ferrara down with the head scissors. Ferrara flips around to cover Charles, but only gets one count. Back up and they lock up again, and Charles with another arm drag into an arm bar. Ferrara comes back with the head scissors. Charles eases out of the move and gets Ferrara in a side headlock. Ferrara pushes off and drops down. 
Charles tries to catch Farrar with a drop kick, but Farrar grabs his leg when he does and turns Charles over into a balsam crab. Charles flips out of it immediately with tremendous leg strength. Lil and Dahl both tag back in. They lock up and Lil slaps Dahl to the ground. Lil continues the assault on Dahl. Lil with the corner whip and continues the assault on Dahl with kicks and chops. Dahl with a big corner whip and gets a two count on Lil. They run the ropes and Dahl with a backdrop. Dahl grabs both legs and gets the pin. Main event, Mid-South North American Heavyweight Championship match. Ted DiBiase versus Paul Orndorff. The bell rings and they circle each other. Orndorff drives for DiBiase's legs, but DiBiase avoids him. They circle each other again and DiBiase goes for Orndorff's legs and Orndorff avoids him again. They lock up and drive to the ropes and jockey for position. The referee breaks it up and they circle each other and lock up again. Orndorff with the side headlock and DiBiase pushes off. Orndorff comes back with a shoulder block. Orndorff with an Irish whip. DiBiase with a leapfrog. Orndorff with a roll up, but only gets a two count. Orndorff complains and they circle each other again. They lock up and DiBiase with a side headlock and Orndorff pushes off. Orndorff with a side headlock and DiBiase pushes off. Orndorff with a shoulder block. Orndorff with a sunset flip, but DiBiase drops down and gets a two count. They lock up again and DiBiase with a wrist lock into a hammer lock. Orndorff with a flip over to get out of the move. DiBiase comes back with a head scissors. Orndorff gets out. So DiBiase comes back with a drop toe hold into the hammerlock again. DiBiase also driving his shoulder into Orndorff's back. Orndorff trying to get out of the hold and back to his feet. He does and hits DiBiase with several back elbows. DiBiase reverses a corner whip, several reversals, and DiBiase goes to push Orndorff into the corner. And DiBiase goes head first into the top turnbuckle. Orndorff attacks DiBiase several times with knee drops. DiBiase reverses an Irish whip and hits a drop kick. DiBiase with several forearms and an Irish whip. He hits Orndorff with a knee lift. DiBiase with another Irish whip and a power slam. He puts Orndorff into a figure four. Orndorff fights and turns the move over. DiBiase in tremendous pain but fighting it. DiBiase won't give up and the crowd chants Go Ted Go. The people in Mississippi today are chanting the same thing at DiBiase but for different reasons. But I digress. One minute left. DiBiase trying to hold on. 30 seconds left. The match ends in a draw. The referee tries to break the hold, but the announcer stressed that DiBiase did not pass out. We then get our end credits. Final thoughts. This was a great hour of television. The program was dense, but the time moved very quickly. You saw several current and future stars. Recommended. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Harris. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. You can support the show at paypal.me slash cupofjoepod. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joy saying so long from the heart of Virginia. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.